when we're vibrating at a different rate than something else, we'll feel dissonance. We'll experience kind of something that doesn't feel right. And it could be that you're vibrating at a much higher rate than, than what you're experiencing in a location that is vibrating at a much lower rate because, you know, energy is everywhere. Everything is energy. Everything is, and, you know, the reason why things are solid is because they're vibrating at just such a very low rate. And if we think about it, you know, if spirits are stuck in a very tragic or bad emotional state, then they're going to be vibrating at the level of that emotion. And so if you're vibrating higher, their emotion is vibrating lower. You're going to feel that dissonance and you're going to feel uncomfortable. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We are two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Welcome back. We are so excited to be continuing the conversation with our friend Johnny about ghosts. Now, we recognize that this is a super controversial subject, and it can be kind of a trigger for some people. And if you listen to our previous episode, we really chatted about the idea of earthbound spirits, residual spirits, and then there are like, you know, crossed over loved ones that come through with a medium. So we just like to say, welcome back, Johnny. We're excited to continue this conversation. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for being here, Johnny. You know, the thing that was so fascinating for me in that last one, listening to you is I realized like I have a very different experience than you do. (laughs) You know, I don't see them unless they've crossed over, you know, and I touched on that lightly. I'm more likely to see what you called a residual uh, what was it? A residual energy or a residual, mm-hmm. yeah, residual, you know, where they're not interacting with me. Right? right. But like, I remember when we lived in Cape Cod, there were so many residual spirits or ghosts or whatever you want to call them roaming, but they were not interactive. Like your man in the loft, right? They just, at a certain time of day, they would walk the same path, do the same thing, unaware of me, right? Unaware right. of me being in their space. And even if I wanted to connect with them or reach out, there wasn't enough of a tie, right? It was just like a video playing and I got to watch, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking, okay, so the only time that I've seen them is when they're attached to other people, right? But not attached, like, it's like they're coming back and they have a message for them, you know? And this happens a lot, I find, with like people who are getting ready to cross over for me, right? They'll be surrounded by so many people and I'll walk in the room and I'll you know, if it's for someone else and not myself, I'll walk in the room and I'll see, like I said, a hologram of all these people. It could be angels and guides, but there will be crossed over loved ones there with messages, waiting, helping, waiting for this person to cross over, right. Helping them transition, Mm -hmm. you know, and especially like, I think I love my grandma. She's still alive. She's in her (laughs) nineties. Every time I visit her, she's like, when am I going to die? I love her so much. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) you know, 
know, she cracks me up. This little old, like four foot, maybe nine, if we're lucky, tall woman. And um, I'm like, I don't know, grandma, that's up to you, you know, but I was like, I see a lot of people around you, you know, I see your brother and I see, you know, and they're here for you, whatever you need. And so I can communicate and bring messages through for, you know, in that situation, that is my extent of it. So I'm always fascinated when people talk about earthbound because I, I've never experienced it. And it's not that I don't believe that it's possible. I just have no comprehension of that. It's just never been a thing, but, but my seeing really didn't open up until I became a medium, you know, and and listening to you. And again, it's just vocabulary choices in my world. That to me, they would be spirits, not ghosts. Right. I know some people just use the word ghost, right. But to me, that's a, that's a loved one who's in spirit, who is you can see because they're hanging out with you that you are that person. Right. And I call moment. them spirits. I never right. use the word ghost, but I do understand that people would maybe call that a ghost, right? Like some people would or a type of ghost, but I consider it like spirit, right? And then right. the people that walk by that have no idea that I'm even there, right? Those are what I think of as ghosts for my, myself personally. Yeah. No, I would and agree then, you with know, you. Yeah. And then it's interesting though, that's for other people. For myself though, I always hear things. Like if it's mm-hmm. like, for me, right? My gifts work so differently than work for somebody else. I'll hear things. Like I have another grandma, like during Christmas that I'll hear, I'll hear their voice or their laughter or their, you know, like around Mm -hmm. the holiday season. Right. And then that will follow. And then I'll know where they are in space. Right. But I don't really consider a ghost. I just think she's dropping in. Say hello. Right. And that's what I think. I'm just laughing because that happened recently. There was so much noise. (laughs) So much noise downstairs. I finally got up and looked, even though looked. I knew there was nobody down there. You know, you heard voices or, la- or whatever. And you're like, what is going on down there? Right. And then I, I went like, down and I couldn't. And then once again, I followed the noise and then I tuned into the love and then I could kind of see her right where she was. But I had to right. do all those steps before I, I did. She just and wasn't like grandma in the kitchen for me. It's very right. different. She's, not than you she's, she's spirit. She's loved one in yeah. spirit. who's visiting. Yeah. So I have no experience with ghosts in okay. so much the earthbound type, which is right. fascinating to me. <laughs> and so my experiences with earthbound spirits are varied, actually. I don't think I could put them into one category. Um, but I think the one, of course, there's one that stands out more than any other. So when I was 19, I moved into a, a house and by myself, I was in college. So not with my parents, that's important. Um, and there were two ghosts. I don't know if we can decide whether they're ghosts or spirits. Cause now I I'm, you know, mm-hmm. and so we were terrified. We were teenagers, you know, we were terrified, said prayers. It was, and one, the one, you could hear the high heels on the floor. The other one, you could hear the voice. So it turned out to be mother and son because I went and did some research. So we did some prayers, mom leaves never to hear from mom again. Okay. And the young boy, he's not young. He was our age get it? He's 18, 19. We're 19. We're all living there. And it was so disruptive to our lives. And we were so afraid that I started researching with the neighbors. I started knocking on doors. I was like, Hey, did you leave a ghost here? (laughs) I said, can you tell me anything about this house? You know, what do I mean? So anyway, I cherish this person so much. I'm not even, no, actually I'm hearing I can. So Eddie, this is what he actually tracked him down, found out. So his name was Eddie. And he lived with myself and my roommate for many, many months. This is before I knew that I was a medium. He would bang on the walls. 
oh my gosh, he would, I could feel him. I could never see him, by the way. I never saw him. I could hear him. I could feel him, definitely sense him. He would leave gifts to, on the stairs leading to my room. Uh, plastic flowers would just appear out of nowhere. They'd be on the steps to my room. He would sit with me. We actually had to put down boundaries, right? We'd say, because he'd come in like when I'm getting dressed, you know, so I'm putting my makeup on or something in the mirror and he'd be in the bathroom with me. And I could, and I'd say, Hey, listen, this right. I, I, we'd walk and we'd say, we're taking a shower. You cannot come in here now. Right. And this is how we operated in our home and it worked. And he had some developmental issues while he was alive. I actually reached out to his parents to find out what was going on. Like this was mind blowing to me. So there were times he would open and close. He, I don't know. I just call it. He was in a fit and the kitchen cabinets would start opening and closing the doors. They'd start slamming and the dishes were rattling so hard that there's no reason they didn't break. And of course my roommate and I would grab our stuff and go running out of the house in terror. And then that was the first time. So then the second time he did that, we did this. We got, we got really smart. We said, okay, Eddie, it scares us when you do this, we're going to leave and we're going to come back in a little while. We want this to be over. And you know, he, that worked. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like what you were saying, Johnny, right. About do you communicate or not? Right. We, we learned how to communicate. Right. And how for us all to kind of live together. But to your point, Jessica, I want to say something really important here. There was an evening I was having a party and Eddie came and without saying a word, I knew he was there. And so did my roommate. And he left, right? He, he said goodbye. And we never experienced him again in the same way. Never had any hint of him. So, you know, I didn't do anything. One could say, did he cross fully, right? Did he do what he, like he used to run up. He couldn't walk well in life. So he would run up and down the stairs, right? With us. This is keep us up all hours of the night. Did he fulfill everything he needed to do? And he just crossed himself fully into the spirit world? Or was he already crossed? But then when we moved in, he was like, oh, fun. I have girlfriends, right? To hang out with. I'm going to come back because he definitely had different relationships with the two of us. He was like a friend with me and he was attached differently in a way to my roommate. Infatuated. Yes. I mean, he <laughs> would go, she would be, but he would sit on the bed and you would see the impression where he was sitting on the bed, you know, mm. and she would call out to me. She'd be like, Andrea, <laughs> going to have to come sleep with me tonight. <laughs> so we learned how to interact, communicate, and manage the situation. Mm -hmm. But I have such a soft spot in my heart for Eddie. And I still, to this day, and listen, I'm nowhere near 19, just send him love and good wishes. But then there's the question. He was so real. He could move things. He could make things appear and disappear. Was yeah. he an earthbound spirit that then crossed himself? Or was he, as Jessica was experiencing, right? already crossed, but brought so much of his energy back to live with us for a certain amount of time. Some people would call that a poltergeist. I was waiting for that term because <laughs> I was like, eventually we're going to have to bring up the term gonna poltergeist. Have to go. <laughs> yes. and, and a poltergeist just basically is a, is a spirit that has so much emotional energy that they're able to kind of 
move and move things, make noises, you know, be very, very physical mm -hmm. uh, because of the built up energy that they have. Do you know, I've heard that people can also create their, like their own poltergeists. Like they, they can yes. have so much built up energy mm -hmm. and emotion and everything as a human being that they can also right. move things. So you may not even have a ghost. It may be you or someone in your home right. doing that as well. Like there's, there's two sides to the term poltergeist. Yes. Right. Yeah. And this was well, definitely outside of us, right? Yes. Cause there were two mm -hmm. and it went down to one. Yeah. I would have never thought of the word, but so he had, he had a lot of energy. Yeah. I mean, he did. But. Well, and, and I think that it's very possible, too, that through the relationship that he developed with both of you, that he was able to level set his emotional state That's so what that I think. He, he could, you mm -hmm. know, move on. Right. Because he had a disease that limited him in life. Mm -hmm. It limited his body, but not his mind. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. living with us, his mind was able to, I mean, his body was able to express itself in any way he wanted. And we were willing to interact with his, his mind. If it's, I remember, oh my gosh, I don't want to go on, but my boyfriend at the time didn't believe this at all. And he was kind of afraid, but he was very, you know, bravado. Anyway, Eddie, who I should have listened to, clearly did not like my boyfriend because whenever he came over, Eddie would start flashing the lights just in the room my boyfriend was in just to annoy him. So then, and I'm specifically not saying names. So said boyfriend would tape up the front door because Eddie liked to open and close the front door, right? You could hear it. So he taped up the front door. He's like, I'm proving you all wrong. You're just messing with me. So we, you know, we, the next morning we come down and the tape is gone, like mm. nowhere to be found anywhere in the house. And I know like, it, it made me laugh because he just didn't like him. He was right. Just took me a little while to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> how common is that really like your story is one of the very few that i've ever heard and i've heard others but you yeah. know it's the one of the very few i've ever heard that it went on for that period it, of right. time in and that ma interactive manner and maybe it's because you chose to communicate i, I don't know but it's it's fascinating to, not every ghost if you want to call it is is going to be like that no i agree <laughs> you know? and two things i want to say and i have lots of ghost stories but none of them are like this one they're much more what Jessica and what Johnny is saying. And I did not need to cross him. Mm -hmm. He was able to do that himself. Right. Right. With right. his decision. So Johnny, what about you? Well, so I think that a lot of times it's that because they're kind of, what do you want to call them, trapped or just kind of in a place the, of transition, I think that they just need recognition. They need validation, just like we as humans need validation. Because like, for instance, I was staying in a hotel that was a haunted hotel and, you know, I like, like to wear beads. And so I'd have, you know, beaded bracelets. And so I had them laying on a table and ghost spirit, whatever you want to call it, would like play with them all night long while I was trying to sleep. <laughs> and so finally, I just had to communicate with them and say, look, I want to say that I validate you. I recognize that you're here. Please let me get some sleep. And they stopped. And I think the same is true with like, for instance, my spouse's mother, my mother-in-law would come into the kitchen at night because she loved cooking. She would like rattle pots and pans. So I'd get up and I say, Hey, Marie, I hear you're here. <laughs> it's great that you showed up. Now we need to go to sleep. And she would stop and she would leave. 
And, and so I think that a lot of it is, is how you communicate and just creating validation helps them. And I think that you were creating validation by recognizing Eddie. I think over time he developed a, developed a stabilizing relationship with people that maybe he didn't have in life. He didn't have, and, and we did, we created the relationship. Let me be very clear. We were 19 and scared to death mm -hmm. and we had no choice, but to figure it out. Right. right. Because we prayed and he stayed <laughs> one left. Right. So I agree with you, but some ghosts now, as you say, they're not necessarily in need of a stabilizing relationship. Mm -mm. What you're saying. I mean, like I've met some and Johnny, I want to hear from you. I've met some that are there because they're protecting someone in the space, in the space that they're in. And when that need is taken care of, then they go all the way. Like they go all the way across. They're not hanging out as a ghost anymore. Oh yeah. No, I, I have people that I know that have crossed that are hanging with me a lot. So I know that, you know, like for instance, I have one friend and I know he's here because every once he was a smoker and every once in a while, I, you know, I smelled the cigarette smoke in my house and no one here smokes. And it's like, okay, Hey David, I, I recognize you're here. Thanks for being here. Or my grandmother, who I think leads my spirit team, you know, she had very strong perfume and I would always recognize it. And like, I'd be driving the car and my car would fill up with that perfume. And so I would just validate and say, Hey, thanks for being here. I'd have a conversation and then, you know, the scent would dissipate, but I would know that she would still be around. I was going to say, cause as a medium to me, that's spirit loved one that's crossed and visiting. Right. Well, now I'm going to put something else in the mix you okay. ready for it. Yeah. Hold so on. I have heard stories. <laughs> <laughs> where the veil is really thin and what we perceive to be a ghost yeah. is actually us crossing time like dimensions. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so while we view what we view as a ghost in their world, they view us as a ghost, right? Like the thin spots. Does that make sense? So for example, there were two stories that come to mind and neither are mine. And there was somebody who told the story of a little girl that used to jump on the bed in the attic right? They had an attic space and she used to jump on the bed and they would interact with her. Right. Mm -hmm. But, and it was like, she was in dated clothing. Right. Mm -hmm. But she was interacting with them. Like they were in her room and what fun is it to have you in her room, which poses the question, was there a thin spot in time there? Right. And there was another woman who, and this one, I, gosh, darn it. It's such a great example. I wish I, I will try and figure out who told me this story so I can give them credit, but they were talking about how they were younger and they remember seeing a ghost and then they had an experience when they were older and they actually had a time, it, they were there to their younger self and it was actually them. They made the connection that they were the ghost of themselves. Like, does that make sense? What yeah, I'm saying? Totally cool. Totally. Yeah. Timeline jumping. A timeline jumping. Right. But right. like they weren't solid beings, right? Yeah. Like they were see-through. So that leads me to say, what do you think about that? Because that fascinates me, the well, timeline, the thin yeah. spots in time. Well, I think that, you know, time is only exists in our human existence. Exactly. Every, every other dimension in the universe does not have time. No. Right. <laughs> and so, and so I think that, you know, in that case, it's very possible that what you're doing is you're, is you're just you're moving into a different dimension that is not bound by time. Dimension hopping, right? Right, right. which yeah. gives you the ability to kind of move anywhere within that dimension. And it allows you to project whatever you want to project yourself to be. And I, I think people do that more often than they even realize, you know, and, and I'm, um, I'm near a very 
old city, let's just say. And um, sometimes when I'm driving through, I, I just see all the people. You see, it, it looks like it is, there's carts and cobblestone streets and horses and women in the long old, you know, gowns. And it's happening exactly at the same quote unquote time uh-huh. that I'm driving through. And I know it's just a layer when people would go, oh, and people may say, well, that's ghosts everywhere. Mm. Mm. now we're talking like time right like like a a a thin spot right where you're seeing it on top seeing it and it is actually on one street where you see however you can walk into establishments in this same said town or city and you know like when you walk into a ghost for for lack of another word don't you feel it i get cold well i don't feel it but it's almost to me that I know it's not a, a different layer, different dimension. Right. Because whenever they show up, they are in that present. So for example, I was at a concert recently and the guy that was performing, playing the piano. And before he started, he said, hey, I want to play a song that was my father's favorite. And he always loved the song. So while he was piano, while he was playing the piano, I was watching the concert and lo and behold, his father showed yeah. up. I do that all the time. I love it. Yeah. You know, he showed up and he had his hands on the guy's shoulder while he was playing the piano. And he, he stayed there until the song was over. And then he just walked off the stage and left. And so that was present. So I don't, that wasn't a different dimension or time. I'm sorry. Using your words, Johnny, that wouldn't be an earthbound spirit. Correct. Right. So yeah, I will have, I will have experiences where when I'm witnessing like a dimensional time thing, Mm -hmm. It'll be like <laughs> one of those cartoon characters shaking their head. Like I'll shake my head because it'll be like, like I can't, I can't. I was like, whoa, 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 you know, like, but when I'm experiencing like a presence, I'll call it right. A ghost or a spirit or whatever in, in a physical space, right outside of a session, my eyes, like my husband will know that I sense something because it'll be like a magnet. Like I can't stop looking at a spot, yes. right? Like I keep turning and he's like, what are you looking at? I was like, well, I don't. I don't, oh no, there it is. <laughs> you know, like, so I don't see, but I, it's like a magnet, like I'm drawn to it, you know, and I know mm-hmm. that there's something there. And then I have to like give it a minute, right? To like figure out, like, oh right. no, there it is. Like, so yeah. it takes me, it takes me a minute. Yeah. You know? People, people can look at my eyes and they, when they see that I've zoned out. Yeah. Yeah. They say, <laughs> like, okay. <she's> looking at. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, okay, well, he stopped using those two eyes and now he's using his third eye, third eye. Third oh my eye. gosh yeah, how right. hysterical if we were all yeah. you know if you just get a group of mediums together and we're out in public and all of a sudden everything stops and we're, and all, we're, all, just, like... we're all staring out in space so i think something important then for you all for our wonderful beautiful listeners is what do you do if you have a ghost in your space or you meet a ghost while you're out and about I want to know what your pieces of advice are for that. Mm. What do you do if you have a ghost in your house or your space, or you meet one when you're, you know, out and about doing your thing? So I had a recent experience. I was in a burger joint and I was sitting there and there was this older couple that was across the room and the man of the couple, he was, he was just sitting there eating his burger and all of a sudden his mother shows up 
And so his mother is standing over him while he's eating his burger. So said man and woman are, are real humans. life humans. Real life humans. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was waiting for the ghost. Go ahead. Yeah. So then said <laughs> loved one in spirit shows up next to man. Right. Okay. And and so so I look over and I see her. And then, then she turns and looks at me. And the first thing I do is I apologize. I say, <laughs> I apologize. I say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be open and see mm. you. And she said, that's okay. I'm not here to talk to you. I'm just here to be with my son. And I said, that's fantastic. I said, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm so glad that, uh, that you're here for him. She goes, yes, I'm here for him because his time is soon. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I can't, can't give messages and I can't, I can't communicate with you right now. And she said, that's not a problem. I'm just here for him. I'm not here to talk to you. And I said, I appreciate that. And so, so whenever that happens and, and it happens a lot, like for instance, I was recently at a, watching a cabaret show and the woman who was performing her vocal coach showed up on stage and was just standing there and, and just admiring her student. And so, you know, the vocal coach is a spirit and everything. And I'm, she looks at me and, and I just communicate, say, I apologize. You know, I, I can't talk with you right now. It's not appropriate. And she goes, that's okay. I'm just here to hear her sing. And then that was it. So I think communication is really important in, in being able to, to say what it is. Because the last thing that you can do is ignore them. Because I think it goes back to that validation. It's that Hey, I have, I validate, I validate that I see you. I validate that you're here, but this isn't the time and place for me to communicate, you know, for you and give messages. And most of the time, well, I would say all of the time, you know, spirits are always really good about saying, Hey, that, that's okay. Cause I'm here for another reason. They weren't here to talk. Like you just happened to see them, right? I like they, they them. snuck through because you. And those, <laughs> those are spirits. I would say ghosts, though, may do the same thing, right? Someone interact and some don't. Yes, yes, and I think that the you know, so I'm able to tell the difference based on feeling. In other words, I'm sensing the emotion, and so I can I can tell through emotion. So if it's an earthbound spirit if I'm feeling something other than like pure love and joy, then I know I'm dealing with an earthbound spirit. Whereas someone who's coming from, you know, the other plane coming, coming down here to, you know, interact or just see someone, someone who's already crossed over is I get a totally different feeling. I get that vibration of pure love. So I know where they're coming from, I guess is the best way to describe it. Yeah. When I, when I feel the residual spirit, I, it feels different. Like mm -hmm. not only are they not interacting with me, but, but there's a, I want to say a lower vibration, just a different vibration, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a different vibration. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. you're, you're, you're something different. You're, you're not. Yeah. So what you're saying is opening. So if you meet a ghost or you happen upon a ghost, you open up the lines of communication first, you have a conversation with them. I do. I do. And, and partly because something I'm learning as a medium is to, is to respect the spirit world. Ah, boundaries. Yes. That's mine. You know, you know? So <laughs> I, yeah. you know, because I want them to help me. I want them to teach me. I want them to, you know, if I'm, 
if I want to communicate with them, you know, they're, they're the boss. And so I need to keep my boss happy. And so, (laughs) and so, you know, if I see one, then I want to recognize them. I want to say, Hey, you know, I see you, I validate you. I can't talk with you right now. And they're usually cool with that, but I think I would ignore them. Right. Then maybe, you know, so I think that's really important while you can talk to them. You also have to know time and place. You have to have boundaries up, right? Like, and, and then be firm on your boundaries. Like, Hey, I see you, I acknowledge you, but I'm not in this space to be receiving messages today. And, and you put that boundary up that expectation up. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, and they respect that for the most part, it sounds like it, but, but did you have to practice your boundaries? Like, was that something that they ever pushed or fudged with you? You know, was it, you know, because some people will say like, well, they don't leave me alone. They don't leave me alone. They just keep talking, you know? So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm curious, like, is that a practiced habit? I think it is a practiced habit, but while you're practicing that and trying to develop those boundaries, I think you really lean on your spirit team to help you. In other mm-hmm. words, your spirit team can tell them to bug off. I mean, right. you know, they're, they're right. in a position to do that. Yeah, that's what I, my guides are set up to be my bouncers, yeah, <laughs> my exactly. spiritual bouncers. They never get to me if, you know. Yeah. Are we talking mediumship, spirit, loved ones, or are we still talking both? both? I'm talking both because okay. for me, I if can I make if, it very clear for everybody. For our yeah, listeners. no, yes. I'm talking both. Like if I don't want, if I'm going out into a space that I know is haunted or has mm-hmm. like, uh, like anytime I would visit like, um, a very historical place, like a battleground or anything like that, I call in my guides and my angels. And I say, Hey, yeah, I am, I am here to learn and be educated, but I do not want to, I don't want to experience this. Like, okay. I don't want people to come up to me. I don't want whatever. And now that took practice for me though, like to call them in. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like to remember to call them in was the practice, but once I called them in, it was strong and, and they filtered for me. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I knew that about myself. I know that if I go to highly charged emotional places where big events happen, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to have really good boundaries or I can actually get physically ill from it. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to, yes. I used to live on an Island in Alaska that had a piece of road called dead man's curve. And there was, there was a massacre of indigenous people at this curve. And there was also a lot of people who, because the curve was so sharp would drive off of it. Right. So, I mean, it was like, talk about a pocket of funkiness, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and, and I remember the first few times I drove that curve, I, I didn't realize what was happening. I'm just like, why do I keep picking up people in my car? <laughs> you know, like, why am I, you know, like, why am I seeing this? Why am I, why am I getting these emotions? Why am I hearing? Cause for me, it starts with sound. Why am I hearing shouting? Why am I hearing, you know? And then once I asked my guides to filter, I knew just to make sure that my filters were in place. My boundaries were in place every time I drove that piece. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, wouldn't experience that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're listening <laughs> and you're saying, you know, what, what do I do? What can I do? And, and Johnny's talked about, you can open up the lines of communication to, to validate and engage or also to, to stop. Right. And Jessica's talking about setting the boundaries, protecting yourself, calling in, you know, getting ready. I think also a, a lot of the, my clients and people that I know who interact uh, with these energies, a lot of it is tied to a place, right? Or even what happens then from from their fear. Because listen, that's what I say. Come on, everybody. 
I can hear and know and feel and see. And sometimes I'm uncomfortable because it's hard when I can feel it all, right? But I can't see it. And I'm like, well, I know there's somebody standing here. I know it's not a spirit, like a loved one. I know it's something, someone else. I don't know who or what. And it, it does, you know, sometimes it's like, well, I want to know. I get frustrated. So when the energy of a place is impacting you, we're going to talk about vibration, right? Which goes along with boundaries that Jessica was saying. So you want to keep the space clear and high vibrating. And there's different ways you can do that clearing techniques, right? You can use angels. You can use, I love opening the windows and letting in the fresh air. Really? Mm, I put a bowl of salt water out and open the windows. Bowl of salt water is a good thing to do. Um, But if you are uncomfortable, say so like let your, because not only to the spirit, i.e. ghost that's there, but perhaps you're saying it also to your spirit team. You can say, I'm uncomfortable. I want to please make this stop or make it go away. You can tell a ghost to leave you alone. You can tell them that you don't want to engage. Mm -hmm. You can keep, keep your vibration so high and pure by aligning with the light that you may still notice them around you, but they weren't, they're not going to interact with you. Does that make sense? Uh Totally makes sense because, because this is a great point. We lived in Puerto Rico a long time ago for many years and we lived in old housing and there was, I don't know, a ghost, a presence. I never saw it because at this time, this was before my mediumship opened up. Mm -hmm. But like when we first moved in, it was like clanging around, right? Like in the front, just the front room of the house and opening up the windows and clearing the energy and clearing the space. And then, and just saying, Hey, I'm sorry, you're here, but we don't, this is our space right now. We don't, we don't mm-hmm. want that. Right. Totally chilled it out. And for the four and a half years we lived there, we never experienced it again. Interestingly enough, we moved out of the space and it was a duplex. The people living next to us said, Oh my gosh, she messaged me about a month after the noise on your side of the house won't stop. So they just got out of your way. They followed your boundaries. They followed my boundaries. And mm-hmm. and like I said, I shifted the vibration of the space and they were probably still there. They just weren't disruptive, right? right? That's a really good point because I know there are, like I said, there are places around where I live that are very, very haunted and they're known for it. They're famous, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can walk by, I walk by a building and I can feel, it's not a good feeling. I'm not going to pretend there are some buildings I won't even walk into because the energy is just so heavy mm-hmm. and I don't want to put myself in that situation. So I right. don't go in there. There yeah. are other places where I'm sitting and eating and I didn't know there was a famous ghost there, but there was, and the ghost then is standing next to me. Right. And you're having, but the ghost is not following me home. Right. Right. Well, so a couple of things. One is that the reason why you're feeling negative when you walk by someplace like that is, and it kind of goes back to the whole idea of energy and and parity, you're experiencing dissonance because you're vibrating at a higher level than what the place is. Great place is vibrating at a much lower level. And it could be because the the spirit, the energy spirits that are in there are vibrating at a much lower rate because they're there because of, you know, an emotional thing up, right. Yep. There were tragic events there. Fantastic yes. point. Yes. Very good point, yep. Johnny. Actually, can you say that again? 
yeah. like in a very short, direct, right? Because I right. want people to realize that. Yeah. When we're vibrating at a different rate than something else, we'll feel dissonance. We'll experience kind of something that doesn't feel right. And it could be that you're vibrating at a much higher rate than, than what you're experiencing in a location that is vibrating at a much lower rate. Because, you know, energy is everywhere. Everything is energy. Everything is and, you know, the reason why things are solid is because they're vibrating at just such a very low rate. And if we think about it, you know, if spirits are stuck in a very tragic or bad emotional state, then they're going to be vibrating at the level of that emotion. And so if you're vibrating higher, their emotion is vibrating lower. You're going to feel that dissonance. And you're going to feel uncomfortable. And so that uncomfortable doesn't have to equal fear. Right. Ah. No, not at all. Not at all. That doesn't mean it's bad. It's just right. dissonant. Oh, I love that. That yes, finally hits the, you know what I mean? It. It's so hard to describe, but dissonance is a fantastic way. Right. I like that. And I think that a lot of times when, you know, we're living in an older house and we, and we, we have a, a spirit, a ghost that's there, you're invading their space. Yeah. Yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're invading their space. And so you know, and so what they want to do is they're going to make noise and they're going to do things because they want to get your attention to let you know, hey, I'm here. Validate me. Once you validate them and say, let's coexist together, they'll stop making noise. They'll stop doing the things mm -hmm. that are disruptive. And, you know, just as Jessica, as you were describing, while well, you were there, you didn't have any problems. But as soon as you left, then, then the problem started Sorry, up you know, because... That spirit was wanting some attention. They were wanting to be validated that, hey, this is my space. And, and sometimes they're, they are on the land and they just want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. You know, I see soldiers mm -hmm. standing out in people's front yards, right, around here, things like that. They just, they just want to be left alone. Just let them do their thing. If they're not bothering you, you don't bother them. And for some reason, they're choosing, they're making the conscious choice to to remain existing on this plane versus mm -hmm. moving to another plane. And quite honestly, that's none of our business, right? Like, you unless know, like they if they don't, make unless they business. want, right. Unless they want right. whatever. But I, I think just like humans, right. A lot of humans and how they move through the world is none of our business. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Well, but it, it, it reminds me when we were talking about, you know, vibration and energy of a space, I went to do a, a house clearing and, there was just some, there was some heavy stuff there. That's all I'm going to say. And I knew when I walked in without even seeing, I also knew there was a quote unquote ghost in the house. Mm. Owners of the house didn't know that. Right. When I cleared the space of the energy that was not helpful, then that ghost quote unquote, it was a woman who used to live there, who was staying there to protect the children from that heavy energy. And she immediately up and out, right? Gone. So whatever, was she there as a ghost? She felt like a ghost, but I think she was crossed and had kept half of herself here seeing what was happening in this land, right? And she lived there, I'm guessing, right? It was her Prior. home. It yep. was her it home. It was her yeah. home. So, so she, she felt a responsibility. Mm -hmm. And she stayed with those kids. So let's, let's go back to the discussion we were having about parody and energy. If you think about it, if you go in and cleanse a house, yep. you're raising the vibration, the yes. energy of the house. Yes. Okay. Now what you're doing is you're creating dissonance for the ghost. Uh. They're going to leave <laughs> because they want to go find parity. They want to go find something that's vibrating the vibration level they're vibrating at. Because people like status quo. People like things to, to be comfortable. 
And if there's dissonance, it's uncomfortable. So by raising the vibration of the house, what you're doing is you're creating a level of discomfort, dissonance for that ghost that they're going to leave and go find someplace that is going to be equal to their vibration. Right. And I love that because I think that's true for so many places. In this instance, she very clearly, it was almost like she got to let go. There was a relief, mm -hmm. a release and a relief in the release. Like now I don't need to be here. I won't go off too far on a tangent, but I wonder too, if like some of how ghosts behave in this realm, right, has to do with what they were learning as a human being, right? So if mm -hmm. she felt a yeah. responsibility to protect, maybe she couldn't when she was a human, or maybe that was how her soul lended itself, right? Was that she was always very protective. Then as a ghost, she wanted to do that as well, right? As well, you know, right. or, or to very remedy something, you know? right? Like, yeah. so when you were talking about Eddie, you know, he couldn't something, do something right. in he his did, life. He so he did it, do it, did it in his afterlife, healed that aspect of himself and mm -hmm. then left on his own accord. That's what yeah. I agree a hundred percent is that he was able to, you know, do what he couldn't do. And when he had had his fill of it, <laughs> he, he went, you know, and, and, and which I actually, Jessica, you said to me not too long ago that in hindsight, he's a teacher for me. Well, yeah, because I, you know, he took, yeah. he, he introduced you to something that how else yeah. would you be introduced to that? No, right? And I started, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was terrified, right? Understandably. And now let me tell you, I walk into some shit. Sorry. And <laughs> I am not afraid. It, mm -hmm. I mean, it, I am just not, I can be uncomfortable. There can be dissonance that makes me uncomfortable, but right. I'm not afraid. And that's one of the things that I'm passionate about is people feeling safe and not being afraid. Yeah. And he helped me with that mm -hmm. for sure. So yeah. if you so. meet a ghost, then if you, if you want start a conversation, yeah. see what, see what their deal is, see what they're there. If it's a ghost or maybe you'll find in conversation, it's a spirit who's crossed over. Right. And like, bam, Hey, look at your mediumship skills, you know, right. and, <laughs> and then you can go from there, you know, with creating boundaries, right. You know, do I, what, what are my boundaries? Do I need to call in my guides? Hey, I see you, but I'm not talking to you right now. And so we part ways, right? Like, you know, what are your boundaries? And then, like you said, vibration, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that I love Johnny, I have to repeat it again. The dissonance of mm -hmm. energy doesn't mean it's bad. It's just different. So what is your vibration? And if raising your vibration of yourself and raising your vibration of your home can sometimes really clear up noisy homes, homes that just, right. you know, right. have a lot of noise, spirit noise in them. Right. And it's an, you know, anytime we, we step more fully into that love, our lives will be better for it as well. Yeah. You know? So, so I like that, that those are three, three great places to start, you know? Right. So Johnny, I have one final question for you. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else we need to know about ghosts? <laughs> That we haven't asked. <laughs> we just made you the expert because you can see them like you said. Right. I think that, you know, the kind of just reinforcing the idea that, you know, when you're vibrating at what I'll call a white light level, then what you're doing is you're going to be attracting other white light level yes. spirits. Okay. Yeah. And if you are experiencing dissonance, maybe you're cohabitating with a a low vibrating spirit or ghost, what they're going to do, their objective 
is going to lower your vibration so you create parity with them so they can be more comfortable. So what's important is, is that if you remain in the white light, then that will overcome the negative energy that they're, that they're putting out. As long as you don't bring yourself to their level, they haven't won. So you, if you continue to cover your, your space in white light, cover you with white light, and you're vibrating at that level, you're going to keep all negative things away from you because they don't want to interact with you. They may try to bring you down, but if you don't allow yourself to come down, then you'll never interact with them. I will agree with that. I'm just going to not all, again, we're going to use Eddie as an example, right? Not, not everything out there is wanting to hurt you or right. Mm -hmm. Which Johnny agrees with. So you're safe. Yes. Right. You're safe. Yeah. And you can have ghosts around you that are just interesting. (laughs) Well, and I think that, you know, for you to learn whenever you're, when you're, interacting with a spirit that is coming from that place of pure love, of pure joy, you know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. I mean, you feel that, you know what that feels like. And so if you can take note of that, so that the next time you're in a place where you're feeling a little down, if you can relive what that feeling is, then you'll raise your vibration and you'll be able to overcome you know, the, the lower vibration experiences that you could have in life. I mean, it just helps you to manifest more. Ooh, I love that. Johnny, thank you so much for coming on. So where can they find you again? What is your website? It is johnnybruce.com. I love that. So reach out to Johnny, look him up on social media, check out his website. He's an amazing medium. Oh my gosh. He will be back on to talk about that soon. And intuitive coach. Johnny, thank you so much for spending time great. with us today. We thank really you, appreciate thank it. Thank you for spending thank, time with me. Thank great. you for joining us for spooky season. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All, right, All right, y'all. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, and listen, everybody have a mm, interesting adventure today, right? I'm thinking it's spooky season. Let's go see what we can find. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for being a part of today's adventure with spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to find out more information and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous.